welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thank you for joining me for a new video. In this one, I'm going to show you how to improve your click-through rate by improving your Etsy thumbnails. And I'm going to show you how to do it in Photopea because I know everybody's using different graphic design software, but Photopea is one that's accessible to all of us because it's built into a web browser so you don't have to download anything and it's completely free. You don't even need to register to make an account. It's basically a clone of Photoshop that's built for web browsers. And I'm gonna show you my exact templated approach to improve your Etsy thumbnails, improve your click-through rate, and improve your sales. So I'm gonna go jump on my computer and we can get started because it's about to storm like crazy. And I'll be lucky if my YouTube video doesn't get cut off in the middle if we lose power. Thanks again for joining me guys. Let's get straight into it. So real quick before we start, let me introduce myself for the new viewers. I'm Ryan Hogue. I've sold over $1.7 million on Amazon. If you want to follow the links in the description, I've got a free eight-day print-on-demand mini course delivered via email. I also have a print-on-demand Facebook community. I'd love to have you there. Lots of active discussion. If you want to subscribe to my channel, I publish income reports on the first day of each month. You can follow my journey and I have a full print-on-demand course, over 70 lectures. It'll teach you things like how to maximize profits selling on Etsy, Amazon, eBay, Redbubble, and the likes. All right, let's get into the thumbnail discussion. So a lot of this is personal opinion, but I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. In this screenshot I took, I really like the whole bottom row. The whole bottom row to me are big, bold designs. Not only that, but they position their thumbnails so that you can see the design and read the text from the search results without squinting and struggling to read. Now, if you look at that one shirt, uh, the white one on the top row, and actually I've got it here, uh, it's tough to read the design as a function of the whole, uh, you know, I always say like real estate, the whole thumbnail space that it can occupy it occupies a very small amount of it. And it's highlighting the fact, it's like, what are, you, what are you sacrificing by doing this above me versus that on the left side? All you're really sacrificing is the fact that, hey, it's a shirt, right? But we already know it's a shirt. So in my mind, you should be able to zoom in on the design that is printed on the shirt. And, you know, in some cases still even show the shirt. Like, I mean, in most cases, actually, in, in the, the, uh, demo that I've got planned for you guys. I'm going to show you how to do that. And this is just my personal opinion, but I mean, also I was like when I was on Etsy, I was selling like five to six products a day. I had just under 3000 sales and you know, I was doing quite well. So there is some credence to this. I think also, I always like to say that neither of these guys did it. I think you should run a sale because when you do so, it shows up in search results. You can see there the price, the old price gets crossed out and the new price is displayed with a percent off uh, indication. And if you offer free shipping, that's also visible in the search results as well. Guys, you know that part of search find buy, which is the customer journey, uh, involves searching and clicking your listing from the search results amidst a sea of other options. So do everything you can to stand out in search results. I promise you, this will increase your sales. So we already know this is what we're aiming for right here, but we can do an even cleaner and better job. I'm actually going to aim to do a mix of these two that you see here. I keep looking over at myself on this other monitor to make sure I'm not blocking the right listing. Uh, I want to have the design zoomed in and easy to see, but I also want to have a nice clean cut background because I like that that white shirt 
has a darker background that most Etsy listings, in my opinion, don't have. A lot of Etsy listings, people using Placeit or other mock-up generators tend to lean towards lighter backgrounds on their primary thumbnails, which means if you had a dark background or even like a crazy colored background, I actually had a consulting call a week or so ago with somebody who their best sellers had these crazy bright neon colored backgrounds. And I was like, man, this is kind of genius that you're doing this because in search results, I can only imagine that it must pop. So I'm going to show you a couple of examples of what I mean. What I'm going to do is I'm going to head on over to Photopea and do a quick live demo so you guys can follow along and create this template with me. All right, here we are at Photopea. By the way, I know some people say it's Photop. For some reason, my brain just cannot wrap itself around saying Photop, so I have to call it Photopea and pronounce that A at the end, so I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. But while we're here, guys, go to New Project. And then I wrote down the dimensions because I knew I would forget. All right, so I'm doubling the recommended uh, Etsy thumbnail dimensions. So we're going to do... 1140 by 912. So 1140 width, 912 pixels height, and then create. All right, so the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make a new folder. I'm just gonna call it backgrounds because we can load in multiple backgrounds. Now, I used to have like a go-to background of just some dark wood because as I mentioned, a lot of people are using those light thumbnail backgrounds. So I was like, hey, I'll just use one that pops, that's bold, and that's a little dark. So a website that I like to use is pexels.com, which has free stock photos and videos. And then I would just type in like wood. And this one right here is a good option. What else? This one right here seems like a good option. This one right here. Uh, it's really, I mean, you can't really go wrong, guys. You could use light. You could use blue. Um, I've definitely used this blue before. I mean, I don't mind telling you because my Etsy shop is no more, but um, I've used this before. Anything that seems to, um, anything that looks good against the primary thumbnail, the primary product mock-up, I'll roll with. So anything that contrasts well, that was the word I was looking for. So redwood, um, any of these, even actually paint red painted wood. You got lots and lots of options. Let's just roll with this one right here. So I'm gonna right click and then go to copy image. So now that's on my Windows clipboard. Now I go back to Photopea and I paste. And it's pretty zoomed in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to resize this. So I'm going to hit Control-Alt-T. And I'm going to just kind of drag this until it all fits in. As you can see here, you can resize it without keeping the dimensions proportional. Or if you want to, just hold the Shift key while you resize. By the way, that's called Free Transform. If you don't want to do the hot key, you can go to Edit and then go to Free Transform. And it's right there. All right, so that's one background. If we wanted to, we could grab one more just for just for show. Where's that crazy blue wood? Let's do this one too. It's like underwater wood or something. <laughs> All right, actually, I think it looks fine as it is, so I'll just leave it like that. And you can toggle on the layers by just clicking those eye icons on the uh, right-hand side. All right, so next, we need to grab our product mock-up. So here's what you can do. So I have this test uh, Printful account signed up in my mom's name. And you can go down to the bottom left corner and click Mockup Generator. And you can create mockups on the fly. So I already did this in advance. I came to the, to the Mockup Generator, which all you'd have to do is find the product you're looking for. So I did the Gildan 64,000 t-shirt, which I've sold a ton of. It has the lowest base cost for t-shirts on Printful, so I'd recommend it. And you just go through the standard workflow of uploading your design etc etc so I've got it right here um, pre-made 
from a previous video that I did for YouTube actually. So all I'm going to do is I'm going to drag it and drop it into here. By the way though, when you use the mockup generator, you can uh, you can actually have it download as uh, PNGs so you can get them to be transparent. Also, I should just mention, you don't need to use the mockup generator either. I'm using it because uh, the test stores that I had set up in this account are not active, but the more realistic way that you'd probably be doing this is just going to your stores and then you know when you click your Printful store, you can scroll down and all the products that you've already created are right there. So you can just click those. And if you had selected the flat mockups, you should be able to pull them and uh, grab them and copy paste them into here the same way that we're doing right now. All right, so I'm going to move this layer outside of the backgrounds uh, section. And the next thing we have to do is we have to right click it and then go to rasterize. All right, and that's in the layers panel above me. All right, now that we've done that, nothing not noticeably changes, but... Now we can magic wand off the background. So I'm going to go over here to the left-hand sidebar where the tools are. And it's like a weird bean icon underneath the lasso tool. So go ahead and left-click that, hold it, and then it should pop out. And you can go down to magic wand. Now, by default, the magic wand tolerance is set to 10. Now, 10 works for how we're using it right now with a black shirt against a white background. So you can just click into the white part and then hit delete on your keyboard. And then you want to deselect. So you can go to select, deselect, or you can just hit control D and you no longer have it selected. But one thing to note, if you're doing this on a white t-shirt with a white background, you probably need to change your tolerance to like five or maybe even less than that. So you, you can play around with it. But anyways, as you can see here, what we've done is we went from the, you know, standard boring white background mock-up, which again, I'm not hating on Printful for doing this. They do this because Amazon requires a white background. And since they have an Amazon integration, it makes sense to do it this way. But Etsy doesn't have that requirement. So with Etsy, let's, you know, let's spice things up a bit. Let's make it more interesting. So we got the blue background. We can turn that off, do it against the, the wooden background. I think this already looks way better and it already would pop. But we can also take it a step further. So first, what I like to do is I like to right click the shirt layer and I go to blending options and then I go to stroke because the Photopea magic wand is not as good as just going straight into Photoshop. I'm just going to say it. So I'm going to do a stroke. I'm going to do about three pixels. Actually, no, I think I do about five pixels. Usually I'm going to change position outside to center and then I'm going to click the color picker and I'm just going to click right along the edge of the shirt where it's black. All right, maybe it doesn't need five. Maybe we go to four. Let's see if that looks good. Four looks good. Maybe three. I just don't want to be seeing the uh, remnants of the magic wand showing any white or gray. So I think four pixels does it. And by the way, if you're saying, hey, this is cheating, you know, you're doctoring an image. Keep in mind, this is a computer generated mockup already. <laughs> so all we're doing is like further editing something that, you know, a computer mockup, uh, a computer generated. All right. Then before we close out, I'm going to go to drop shadow. And what I like to do is I like to change the angle to 130 degrees. So it comes from like the top left and pushes the shadow to the bottom right. It's just my personal preference. I'm cool with leaving opacity at 57%. Um, actually, I think it looks great as it is. So I'm not even going to mess with it. I think that looks great. You can see the settings there. Distance, 27 pixels. Spread, 0%. Size, 13 pixels. Contour, we left uh, as it is. Noise, 0%. And knockout drop shadow, we kept that checked. So I'm going to hit OK. And I already like that, guys, but remember how I was mentioning that I want to zoom in on the design. Like, if you have a really good design 
or, you know, I still see this happening a lot. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Designing is a subjective thing, but I see people making really small designs and I'm like, ah, make it bigger, make it bigger. People can't read it. If you can't read it from the search results, it's not like anybody's going to read your title, right? We're, We're writing titles for the search algorithms. We're not writing them for people. People shop with their eyes. They just want to see the product, see the design, make a quick decision and check out. Anybody who puts too much thought into it is probably not going to buy. Control-Alt-T. Again, I'm going to resize this. And I'm going to drag the corner. Oh, whoops. I forgot that I need to be holding Shift when I do that. So here we go one more time. Control-Alt-T. Oh, wait. What did it just do? It selected the E. That was weird. All right. One last time. Select the layer. Control-Alt-T. There we go. Now we're in the free transform. And if you don't want to do Control-Alt-T, because I know I'm like a keyboard shortcut uh I don't know. I'm like addicted to them. You can go to edit and then free transform. All right. Now I'm going to hold shift on my keyboard so that we maintain the proportions and I'm just going to make it big. And I don't know how big I'm just doing this on the fly, but I think that might look good just like this. Uh Oh, I can see the lightning out of the corner of my eye out of the window. So I got to speed this up so that this recording doesn't get cut off. All right. So I think that looks pretty good guys. I'm going to hit enter and All right, now the stroke does not look as good. Maybe we come back into the blending options and turn that back up to a five. All right, I like the five stroke a little bit more. Um, The drop shadow is looking good. The design is big, it's bold, it's highlighted. And this is the start of an Etsy thumbnail template. Now, keep in mind, I keep saying template. I don't want you to go through this process every time you upload to Etsy. So what you should do is go to file and save as PSD and export this in the psd file the source file so that the next time you need to make thumbnails fire this up and go through the process again and keep making beautiful thumbnails and then when you upload to etsy when you uh you know how in etsy when you create a listing you need to go in there and actually publish it well before you hit publish create one of these thumbnails upload it and then drag it and drop it to that first position now i also you know, typically we'll do things like I'll have a made in the USA icon that I'll keep as a layer and I just keep it turned off unless I sell a product because Printful does have some products made in the USA. If I ever sell any of those, turn on that layer, boom, made in the USA. I also have another layer where it's just for, it's just for selling personalized products on Etsy. So, you know, Etsy does make it very easy to offer personalization. If you're in a new shop, it's a great way of standing out and increasing sales. Whenever I offer personalization, again, I just turn on a layer that's on top of the rest of everything that you see here, the product, the backgrounds, and it lets the people know because, again, the customers, they're not reading the titles. They're looking at the thumbnail. So if you can't communicate in the thumbnail, it's going to be hard to communicate. Um, So I have all these things that I built into basically what is just an extension of this template that I just showed you guys how to create. If you guys are interested I decided to put together 20 background images, the made in the USA, the personalizations. I've got the test product in there. So basically what you see here, I've got in it and you can have it for $7 if you're interested. Otherwise, you know, there's no need to actually buy it. I just showed you how to build it yourself. I just figured a, if anybody's interested in taking a shortcut, you can use the link in the description, go to Gumroad. It's $7. You get the source file, you get a step-by-step tutorial in a PDF, and then you'll have this video as well to supplement it. But that's all I wanted to show in this video, guys. I'm happy that I got through this recording without losing power. Uh, knock on wood, because I still got to wrap up and say, hey, if you haven't liked the video and you want to hit that like button, it would be very much appreciated. And if you're not subscribed and you want to hit the subscribe button, again, I would be extremely grateful for you for you doing that. But thank you so much, guys, for watching, and I'll see you soon.
Wait, one last thing before you go. I forgot to mention, I'm going to do another video this week using Photopea to automate the design process. I'm dropping it on YouTube. I'm going to show you guys how I do it. It's a core part of my strategy for being in tier 100,000 frames on merch. So look forward to that one, guys. I'll see you soon. Thank you.